Hey people, people, <laughs> how you doing out there? I hope you're doing very well. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. No matter where in the world you are, we're going to have a good time. My name is Noel Michael Smith and you're listening to the Low Food Fitness Lifestyle Podcast and this episode is called Improve Your Self-Awareness. People tend to get self-awareness uh, mixed up and twist it round the opposite way. Now, self-awareness is being aware of your surroundings, having hand-eye cord, good hand-eye coordination. Now, my daughter came to my martial arts class recently, as I said in one of the previous episodes, and she, my older daughter, that is, because I've got three daughters, and she said how, including her little sisters, the kids now age nowadays, the, the practitioners, the martial art practitioners that I was teaching, they don't have good hand-eye coordination. When they were coming up to kick the pads, they were either too close or too far, and they didn't judge it right. This is something that I don't need to teach people. This is something that needs to be in people 24-7. They have it. We're all born with this already. Have you ever seen children... Um, in a playground, running around, then they a crowded playground and they won't bump into each other. They'll evade each other by the slightest margins. It's quite remarkable to see. It's like incest, like ants, like spiders, a whole group of incests running around. They hardly ever bump into one another. It's just a, a common instinct, intuition. And we've lost this somewhere along the line. And I, I think I know where, where we've lost it. I think we've lost it with education. We're so hung up, and I'm talking about the UK, and I'm, I suspect in the US as well. We're so hung up with education, 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 wanting to push our kids so hard to get this academic education that we've turned off from our basic primal skills. What is self-awareness, actually? It's processing visual inputs to guide you. And what does that mean exactly? Because it could be a whole bunch of words. When you put your arm out to touch something, you're not going to smash straight through the thing. If you want to touch a glass or a, a mirror, you're not going to put your hand and smash through it, nor are you going to be so far away you can't touch it. It's that visual process that, that you must have, and it's a feeling. You're being surrounded by your what's going on around you. It's having that perception, that distance perception. Now, I'll give you an example. In my exercise classes, in my workout classes, I would have um, a, a class, right? So the class would have 20 people in it, and there's plenty of space there. But you find people would bunch up and be tight against one another, either to the front, to the back, evading someone else's personal space. Most people do understand personal space, to be quite honest. If you were standing at a bus stop or anywhere else that's public, and someone came and stand and their face was close to yours, you'll move away, right? That's your personal space. We will have that. We will have that, that awareness. It doesn't go far enough. And having that personal awareness is not just for yourself. It's for others as well. I'll give you another example. Quite often I go into a car park. I'm the first person there. Or they're in a car park that can hold over 400 cars. There may be 20 or 20 cars in there. I'll find a car parking space away from everybody else. I'll be sitting in my car like I do, and someone will come up and pull up beside me and park in the space right beside me. Now, I do understand that person might want to start a row of cars to save space, but come on. The car park can hold over 400 or so cars, and that person 
parks right up beside me. That's invading my space. That's a lack, in my opinion, of, of spatial awareness. They could park anywhere in a car park. I don't get annoyed about it. But look at the implication of this now. That person is risking. The car parking spaces are tight enough at the best of times. And that person is risking hitting their car on my car and squeezing out of their car with their whatever butt they've got and trying to find and get through a tiny gap when there were amples of room in the car parking space that could have got out and be as free as a bird in a tree. We're all born with spatial awareness, personal awareness, but it's been beaten out of us because we're living in a nanny state. We've been dictated to, to do every single thing. Wipe our nose, wipe our butts. The whole thing has been dictated to how to do it. And uh, I, look, I said about academic. Look, we need academics in this world. It goes without saying. We've always had them and we always need them. But you can't go too far one way. You know, the world needs yin and yang. You need hot and cold, dark and light, high and low, forward and backward. You need the opposites to survive. The world needs this. So if you're going all one way, I have people coming to me now that cannot even put on their own socks. People that are old enough to know better because everything's done for them. And if everything's done for you, where are you going to find your spatial awareness? Where are you going to find that feel, the feel? And don't get self-awareness mixed up with self-consciousness because that's a different thing because I see a lot of that and that's not too good. I had a girl come into my class just yesterday with her mother. Her mother was, wasn't great but she rose to the challenge of my class. Her 15-year-old daughter came into my class and she had no confidence. She was totally self-conscious about her appearance and what she was doing. This is incorrect. But that same girl, no doubt, will walk through a door and not look behind her when she closes it. Now, again, um, self-awareness. We're not talking about chivalry here. It's not about men, women. It's just common courtesy. When you walk through a door, you look behind you to see if there's anyone coming through. And nine times out of ten, you could sense if there is someone there or not. I always do this because closing the door in someone's face is just plain rude. Now, the next thing I want to throw to your attention, people keep I hear people keep saying to both children and adults, be careful, you're going to do this, be careful, you're going to do that, be careful. Why are you telling people to be careful for the simplest mediocre thing ever? If someone is going to do a bungee jump off a hundred feet mountain, then you tell them to be careful, you know, do go by the rules and listen to your coach and all that stuff. But a walk down the road to get on a bus to ride your bike be careful look man and woman and child are always going to fall off things they're always going to fall off the monkey bars or the swings at the park or whatever it may be don't tell someone to be careful of every little thing because we all got to learn by our own mistakes there's a lot we need to learn by other people's if you're walking along a cliff and someone said to you that rock is going to plunge you to your death if you step on it, someone may have fallen on that rock in the past and just by the skin of their teeth or scruff of their neck escape death and they're giving you the advice, don't follow in my footsteps and step on that rock. So you got to learn by other people's mistakes sometimes, but primarily the best way to learn is by our own. So when you're telling someone to be careful every five minutes, what do you think that's going to do to them? No, don't be careful. Go out for a caution to the wind, man. You know, so here's the thing, self-awareness. Hand 
eye coordination, having visual perception. How do we get these things if we don't have them? That's the thing. Right? What I do with some of my children, and a lot of children I teach, don't have good spatial awareness. I, I would say, or, or, or space awareness, personal awareness. I would say that the majority of them do not. So I do a lot of work with balloons because balloons move at a slow rate, right? When you hit it or you throw the balloon from one person to another, they've got time to think about how, when to put their arms out and when to catch that object. Another thing I use, if you know you're going to hit, punch something or kick something, take tiny footsteps or not tiny footsteps, just footsteps to the object. Count the footsteps. Go back counting the footsteps. So if you take footsteps to the object and say it's 10, you walk back with the 10. You know that's your distance. Every time you do the thing, make sure you do that, go through that process. You take 10 steps, and the best way to take steps is put one, put your heel um, tied up against your toe, and then step forward, heel up, tied up against your toe, and so on, and so on, and so on. Because you're doing the, the feet, your feet size. So the 10 of your foot size, not someone else's. Judge distance. That's another thing you could do. How to judge distance. Um, by drawing. You can draw an object near, an object's middle, and an object far. Because the one that's near would be bigger than the one that's middle, and the one that's far would be bigger than the one that is... No, I said that the wrong way around. <laughs> way around. The one that's near would be bigger than the centre one, and the centre one would be bigger than the furthest one. So as they're drawing, it goes down in scale. You can actually do more. It's better if you do more, but three is the minimum. Yeah, makes sense. Right. Another thing you could do is go onto a ball, like a, a softball, just throw it up and catch it again, throw it up and catch it. These are all skills I've used for my martial arts, and I use them with the children because hand-eye coordination is very important because that is a major part of your awareness. You know when you walk in and you think someone's looking at you and you look up and you see a curtain twitch or you see that person looking at you? That's your perceptual awareness where you perceive or you feel someone close to you or feel someone looking at you. And we all have that. We all have that animal instinct. And as I said earlier, we've lost it because we don't home into it. But in order to get something working, you must exercise it. You must keep doing this. And I, uh, there's a, a golden rule of how long you should be doing that. And I'll tell you that in a minute. Having awareness is really important. Why? I'm going to give you three reasons why. Seeing something early. So if you're being attacked or you're playing a sport, you can see the ball or the object coming to you early. This is real handy when you're playing sport or if you're in danger. And to home in on these skills, you must practice a few of the things I said. And in order to get it right, the golden rule is 66 days, say two months. You need to do it every day for that time as well. We're going to draw this to a close now. I hope I've given you some advice about um, self-awareness. And it's a great thing, great and important thing to have. We're, re we're drawing real close to the 100th episode. We've got episode 99 coming at you on Friday's podcast. You are what you earn. Yeah, not what you eat. You are what you earn. Join me on Friday to find out what that's all about. See you back then. Take care of yourself. Both.